Welcome to Cinema Tea with JV. Every episode, I'm going to pour myself a cup of tea, and I'm going to talk about a movie that I watched. So, come and join me. Pour yourself a cup of tea, sit back, and listen to this episode of Cinema Tea with JV. Okay. So, right. Yes. Hello all. Welcome back to Cinema Tea with JV. I'll be honest, right now I do not have a cup of tea because I have had a wildly busy day, but I did just have um, tea yesterday when I was watching the show that we're going to be talking about today, Um, and it was a a glass of the Mother's Day blend from Harney and Sons because I wanted something sweet and something that... um, I actually had gotten this tea for my mom. My mom and I, you know, like, we... My mom and I had a had a cup of tea yesterday, basically. Um, or rather, my mom had a cup of tea and then I had to go to work, so then I had my cup of tea while I was at work. That is neither here nor there, and honestly, I'll be completely real, that's not important for what I want to talk to you all about today, which is a fantastic and beautiful TV show. Now, on Cinema Tea with JV, we're going to occasionally be covering um, TV shows because... I watch a lot of TV, and I also watch a lot of uh, movies. I I just love to do both of these things, um, and I love to comment on them when I feel it's appropriate and good to do. And today, I'm honestly going to hop on a little bit of a trend because I think it's a trend to talk about this, but it's also clear that like a lot of people are consuming this, and I also wanted to share my trans femme take on this story that a lot of people seem to be really vibing with. Um, and rightfully so. I think I think it's a beautiful fucking show. Anyway, the, I'm talking about Heartstoppers. I, I'm talking about Heartstoppers. I'm also, at this point, ranting and raving already. Because I love this show. I love what it managed to do emotionally for me in eight episodes. But um, there's going to be a thing that I think people will notice... A little bit, which is there is a very specific type of scene that makes me cry. And it is any scene with a child and a parent, and the child is emotional and the parent is doing some kind of comforting. That is immediately, it doesn't matter what's going on, it doesn't matter if they are having a come to Jesus moment or if they are having a which is also a weird term for somebody who actually I use that in the way of colloquialness of like it's just it's everybody coming together and getting on the same page emotionally type of vibe or acknowledging the ways in which we need to grow and heal and change or just an extreme show of parental acceptance Those are things that immediately will crush me emotionally for days. I will be left devastated. I will cry. Not only will I cry, I will weep at the slightest inkling of that scene coming. And 
I don't know that for this show you can really spoil it because it is still fully a deeply emotional, like, it's an emotional-ass roller coaster of a show. So no matter how I go about talking about the show, you're still going to, when you watch it, connect with it in a very specific way. Um, there's a scene, uh, but also still, whatever, spoilers ahead from this point forward, whatever. If you want to jump to the rating, I have not included those, uh, those markings in the, in the description, primarily because of the way that this, um, the way that this recording system sort of works. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to, but maybe I will. Apparently, I have to leave uh, room for advertisements because I this I'll be honest. This is the first time I'm using a new podcasting app. This is also the first time I'm recording something actively in my car via an iPhone, but via just my iPhone microphone, which is a weird choice for me um, because I do care a lot about audio and audio sounding good. But whatever. I, like I said, I have a lot of things I have to do today, um, and I don't really fully have time to go into my studio to record this. Anyway, from the, like, from this, okay, there is a moment, it's literally the last scene of the show, where, um, the, where the character Nick goes to talk to his mom, who is played by Olivia Coleman, and in this scene it becomes immediately very clear that he is going to come out to his mom. Like, the music changes, the vibe, it's set up immediately. So, he does, and she just responds perfectly to it. There's nothing I can really say about it that, like, will explain why I was sobbing in my office at work for an extended amount of time because of this scene. Um, in order to sort of explain a little bit why things like this are really meaningful to me and really important to me, um, I will say this. I have a very strong relationship with my mother. Um, I always have, like, over my entire life, even the moments where, like, one or both of us did something kind of fucked up. Um, like, I, I care very deeply about my mother. I still, I live, like, across the driveway from my mother still, and I don't really plan on changing that necessarily anytime soon. Um, I am one of the queer people who is extremely lucky to have family that I feel very close to, that I love very much, and that I know love me very much. I, I am extremely lucky to have that. And not just in the, fi- in the found family sense, but with my own biological family. Um, like, I also have a... I guess I have a relatively strong chosen family. I think I do, personally. But... Um, having, like, my actual family know all of these things about me and accept them about me is wonderful. My little siblings, like, have handled me sort of gradually transitioning really, really well. Um, and, like, all of that has gone really smoothly. No matter what name they call me, I still, I'm never sitting there like, this is a 
it's weird that you've called me this name. They're like, it, I don't have an issue with it. They will call me by my literal legal name, and they will call me by JV all the time. They call me both of these things. Um, they're my family. They're allowed to do so because I know at the end of the day that they love me more than anything else in the world. And that is beautiful. And because of that, scenes of like intense emotional intimacy, um, particularly if they involve a queer person in any way, shape, or form, it it's really moving. Um, when eventually, and by eventually, I literally mean in a couple days for me, but in, you'll hear it like for next week. Um, <clears throat> I like it, everything everywhere all at once had a scene like that, that really just has a scene like that, that, that breaks me into pieces. I loved it so much. It, and I still love it so very much. And I'm so grateful that there is a movie like that out there. And just as I am grateful for that movie existing, I am so beyond fucking grateful that there is a show like this out there for the young person that I was that needed something like this, that would have devoured something like this, that would have changed the entirety of the course of my life because I would have immediately came to realize that I wasn't weird, that there was nothing about me that was that strange, that I was fine, that whatever stage in the process of my emotional understanding of myself that I was at, that I would be okay and that the world will move on and that everything will be fine and that nothing is broken. That sounds like a lot. Those words all sound like a lot. And it is. It is very much a lot. Um, I am so, so grateful that this, that the webcomic existed, that the webcomic became published into different volumes, I think five of them, I am so grateful that the that that this became a Netflix series even if I have problems with Netflix in general I am so pleased that it that they that everyone came together to make this I've never necessarily felt extremely represented by a by two white teenagers falling in love um <laughs> That's not, <laughs> for obvious reasons, everybody, that's not going to be a thing I fully feel seen by. I don't think I need to explain it, but if I need to, I will just say it like this. I am a black trans person. Seeing two white boys fall in love is not, like, really all that much good representation for me. It simply isn't and won't ever fully be good representation for me. But at the same time, there was something about seeing the way that these two fall in love over the course of this show that I did feel seen by, that I did feel very, very, that I felt longing for. Because I honestly wish I had had that when I was in high school. I didn't have 
an experience like that and because I was one of I I don't know I was the only one or if not the only one then the only one who was out for a good chunk of time and like it it doesn't feel good to be the only one like that it's not a good feeling it's not a good vibe um and yet you know sometimes you just that's just the experience um i think also a, a factor in that for me is that like being the gay black teenager is very very different than being the gay white teenager um by which i mean like particularly if you are, live like i do in an area that is in, extremely white like overwhelmingly white annoyingly white if i'm being completely honest living in a place like that um with the way that like culture is with the way that like relationships and things like that can be extremely exclusionary um across like racial lines particularly when you grew up in the early 2000s like it there was no way in which i was ever going to like date someone who actually was interested in me and wasn't fucked up about race shit. Um, so I didn't have an experience of like someone immediately looking at me and being like, wow, yeah, for probably several different reasons, but like, I don't know. And also never had a person who looked at me, realized the sheer amount of anxiety I have as a human being and the saw the different parts of me and was still interested in pursuing anything, not because I'm necessarily a bad person, but I've just never had that experience. Um, partially because there's a, there's a thing that covers the entirety of my body that makes it extremely difficult for people to get past even that first hurdle, which is not great. It's not a great thing to have to deal with emotionally and yet is still a thing that, um, you know, is a thing that uh, that a lot of uh, queer black people have to deal with. So, um, I say all of that to say, watching their story blossom and bloom was fucking delightful. And it was so sweet and so pure and so nice. And I just, I loved, I loved seeing that. It's a story that, like, I will never fully get sick of seeing because it's so, it's so sweet and we deserve that. Like, after years and years of not having a level of sweetness like that, we fucking deserve it, y'all. We do. It, we do. We just do. And we don't deserve a, we don't deserve the, like, the weird way that Love, Simon fucking happened. We deserve something like this, which is way better and more well done and I just liked it a lot. I just really liked it. Um, also, another note, but I I need for everybody listening to this to hear this one thing. This is the best trans representation I've ever fucking seen. Like, fucking ever. One, this trans teen, this young trans girl was never misgendered on screen at all. 
there was mention of it, but it never happened on screen. The girls at the all-girls school don't treat her like she's a fucking pariah. She might have a hard time making friends, but that seemed to be more of an anxiety thing. Her being trans is never brought up as being a fucking weird thing at any point in time. She is, generally speaking, treated like a regular fucking human being. And my god, the way that, like, seeing that on screen made me feel so fucking good, girl girl it's so good it was so very 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 good and i'm so thrilled um i'm just so thrilled this uh okay it was very very good and we all deserved it so i'm very happy that we got that and i want people to take note of the trans representation because it was done in such a way that like her body also wasn't made into like a fucking carnival or whatever like it was just it, I don't know. It was just really kind. And I think that's the thing that I would sum up this show as, is really kind. I would go through the rating system for this show, but I don't think I really need to, because every single point on this show is rated a five, making this our very first, our very, very, very first, ten, our very first, sorry, our very first 50 out of 50. Yeah, we're... Yeah, we're getting a 50 out of 50 all for the very first thing. I'm so thrilled. I'm genuinely so thrilled that this is our first one. And um, so I'm not going to go through everything. Just know that everything got a five because I genuinely loved every single piece of this. The acting was phenomenal. The writing was phenomenal. The story was phenomenal. The message was phenomenal. Everything about this was great from start to finish. And I loved every second of it. The only thing that I wish we had gotten was more of it. Because it's so good. And I guess we already know we're getting a second season for it, apparently. Apparently that's what I've heard. So I'm just, I'm thrilled that we're getting that second thing because we deserve that as well. Um, anyway, if you are in a weird emotional place and you want to uh, experience some good queer things that aren't going to make you feel extremely bad about being queer, uh, please go check this out and, and enjoy it. The only other thing I will say is that growing up, I, growing up, the nearest thing that I had to, like, a show or movie with any representation of, like, queerness in it was camp. Oh, I apologize for the motorcyclists. It's the, it's a real nice day out, y'all, so there are just going to be motorcyclists around. But, um, the only other thing that I had, um, was Camp, which was a movie I watched, I believe, when I was 16, um, that was mainly about theater kids. Uh, I don't really want to talk about that movie necessarily, but if you do want to hear about it, you can listen to an episode of, um... This Ends at Prom that just came out for May Usable Month, um, and I just wanted to give them a lovely shout-out because I really loved their episode on it. it. made me feel a lot better about the whole thing, so go check that out because it genuinely was really good, um, and I agreed with their assessment on the movie. I don't know necessarily that that movie holds up, but, like, actually, it extremely doesn't hold up, 
Um, but, like, that was the closest thing I had to, like, representation on screen of, like, the types of things that I, like, of the type of person that I thought I could be. And that turned out to lead to a lot of different roads of confusion that made it a lot harder for me to get to where I am right now. Um, anyway, about, back to hearts, ah, ah, black, (laughs) wow, Jesus, I can't speak. Back to heart stoppers, um... Rowan Ellis has a wonderful video on this. Um, please check out that video. I will do my best to put links in show notes and whatnot, but um, I also am going to be honest, I am recording and releasing this on the same day. In like, I'm As I record this, I plan on releasing this in about 20 minutes, so... But um, it, it, there's an episode on YouTube by Rowan Ellis, Heartstopper is the Future of... Uh, queer teen TV. Um, so please check that out. It is a wonderful, it's a wonderful, um, Rowan Ellis is wonderful at like video essays, obviously. Um, so please check it out. You, you will not be disappointed. Um, and it's a little bit longer than what you're getting here. Um, and I agree with what Rowan says in it. There was also a little thing in the, in, um, in Rowan's episode that I didn't, hmm, where, like, uh, some reviewer for the thing was annoyed that, like, we were seeing coming out stories at all in queer teen cinema, because it feels like we're past that point. And all I can say, and all I want to sort of draw attention to is there is this sequence where Um, At the end of one episode and into the beginning of another one, Nick types in, am I gay, into the Google, into a Google search engine. Um, And what he sees is uh, the prospect of losing your family, the, like, gay pride, but, like, like, gay pride and, like, a bunch of other things and, like, gay bashing and, like, I think even HIV got brought up. Like, it's a whole thing. And, like... And he starts crying. And, like, I saw that. And one thing that that did to me emotionally and heart-wise was, like, it made me feel really, really, really sad about the concept of, like, someone trying to come out and being too scared to do so because they think that the world is terrible for queer people. When the world is not always terrible for queer people, the world can actually be a lot better for queer people than we sort of allow it to seem. Um, And also, like, you know, our lives aren't all doom and gloom. We have some good shit in our lives, and that stuff should be on screen, too. Queer joy is a thing that we all need to see. And to that end, I hope that we see more of this. I hope that this is the type of show that we can see. You know what, actually? Maybe it's just that we need more queer webcomics to become TV shows and movies. Since a lot of adaptations are things that... Like, since a lot of people love it at adapting shit, let's start adapting shit from uh, queer authors. Um who are maybe still on the younger side of things so they can talk about things in a way that doesn't feel, again, all doom and gloom from the perspective of being an adult. Like, let's start talking about some good, wholesome queer shit 
Like, let's start doing that. Please, for the love of God. Um, <clears throat> that, you know, that does a little bit remind me of that whole, of the Sarah Zed video about all or nothing. Um, that sit, <laughs> the, <laughs> that the, um, non-existent sitcom that would, or I guess web series that would have been about, um, a pansexual, uh, person living with an asexual person. I think we should bring that back. Like, I think we should bring that show concept back because that actually sounds kind of lit. Like, I actually really want to see that show. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know who we petitioned to make that happen, but sounds fucking great. If y'all need writers or y'all need an actor of some kind, hit me up. I am, I am ready for that. Possibly. Maybe. I think I'm ready for that. Anyway, with that, with all of that said, um, please go out and live your best lives. Be well. Do as much good work as you possibly can. And of course, stay safe out there.